Hey guys, welcome back to the weekly Scrubbed In episode. I hope you've been keeping well. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about productivity. It seems to be the new craze, the new frenzy. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's got the latest app. So we thought we'll break break it down and kind of talk about the bits and bobs and our thoughts on productivity in its whole. Enjoy the podcast. So, yeah, so with productivity... Abdul, what, what 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 would you say? What does it mean to you? So I think it's a good way. Let's talk about what productivity is. It's a mm. term that's flown around all the time. For me personally, productivity is doing a task or doing something that leads or gets you a step closer to a desired goal or desired outcome. Mm. So for me, let's say medical school exams, final exams. I have to cover 10 topics to pass my exams. Being productive means I cover each and every one of those topics and my end goal is passing my finals. So being mm. productive in doing that is productive for me. So it's more of a long-term It's sort the of small plan. things I do or anything. Being productive for me is doing anything that helps me reach a certain goal or a certain desired outcome. Mm. Mm. I think uh, so I agree with that sort of um, definition of productivity but I think what the new frenzy is and what the new craze about productivity is that it's boiled down to now being productive on a daily basis rather than looking towards the long-term vision and goal Mm. and accomplishing Mm. that so um, with productivity I think people want to know how do I get things done Mm. every single day and I think the real sort of productive gurus we can say out there are the guys who get things done almost on an hourly basis and every single minute time and second mm-hmm. what have you goes towards achievement of something mm. um what do you think about this craze in general That's i think it's good i think in a certain degree you have to be productive mm. um you need productivity for things to happen for things to move forward however i do feel there is an emphasis on being productive being busy on being able to do something and my issue isn't with productivity my issue is the fact that if you aren't productive or if you don't seem to be productive there is a bit of shaming or people don't feel good about themselves and in terms of your mental health i think it's bad Mm. because everywhere you go instagram twitter linkedin everyone's productive everyone's doing something one or another um, and if you're someone that isn't that interested, if you have other interests that lie elsewhere and you feel that you're not being productive when in fact you are because it's not mm. the norms of society or in line with other people, you start to feel a bit crap and you feel a bit down and you don't, you, I don't like that part. Um, mm. The for, I feel there's, uh, what I'm trying to say is I think we are forced to be productive when there isn't a need to always be productive. Yeah, I, I think especially in this coronavirus time, because a lot of people are now working from home and staying at home yeah. there's suddenly this competition of um, are you being productive or are you not being productive and if you're not then you're just sort of wasting your life yeah i've seen um, a few memes about that i know um, a few weeks ago we talked about the rich dad the poor dad and kind of mm. seizing the opportunity and i'm up for it and i encourage you to do so but at the same time i'm not forcing people or i don't like burden someone or mm. pressure them like you have to be productive and the meme is like if after the end of coronavirus you haven't got your own website you haven't got your own blog or you haven't you know found then the cure you've wasted it and it's like do you know what that's not fair and i don't mm. think that should be the attitude towards it mm. a lot of people it's a time to get close to family to mm. relax people have like high intense jobs do you know what yeah. even after coronavirus you come off 
the same as you did entering it but you're a bit more relaxed you're just a bit chilled back you've had mm. a bit of time to freshen up that's fine i'm not telling you and i don't expect you or want you to come back with your whole new startup or blog or whatever mm. or you know an, an, an <laughs> af post like um, yeah. th- that's not the intention yeah um, I, i would say the, the the productivity definition right it needs to be actually broadened uh, towards things like like you just named so things like looking after your mental health mm. so what if sitting back relaxing just just doing nothing almost is working towards looking after your mental health giving yourself the rest the so break that you need productive that, that that's product yeah that is productive so that's sitting back is being productive towards you reaching your goal of just taking a rest mm. and then things like just getting close to family i guess through we're socially isolating now but i guess through zoom and all of these platforms that we're now having video calls and conferences with to i guess link up with family that's being productive in rekindling relationships mm. or working on your relationship at home with those who you live with i mm. think that's being productive too so when it comes to this sort of naming and shaming culture of um or oh, we've had so many hours at home now of this coronavirus pandemic and you've not come out with the next best thing or the next best app on the app store um i don't think it really applies at all and i just think it doesn't really make sense to the term productivity um yeah i definitely agree um kind of moving on in terms of productivity the other notion of productivity and being busy mm. um so you have to kind of outline and kind of define not being busy doing things bits and bobs just being busy for the sake of being busy isn't necessarily being productive so mm. we might as well spend time on talking about how to be productive and mm. kind of you know things and tools people can use but it's very easy to get caught up in thinking okay i've done this i've done this i've done this i've done this being busy and thinking you're productive at times it's counterintuitive it's counterproductive to be fair um and it's a false sense of achievement yeah, um, yeah so it's yeah. very easy to get caught up in that faff um so it's important you outline what it means to be productive what yeah. you are doing and not do stuff for the sake of doing stuff like being busy per se i think it's detrimental yeah. and it's counterintuitive uh, ju- just to give an example so i got caught in that trap as well so of of being busy being busy mm-hmm. whilst not really being productive so i'll have my tasks written out right mm. and i'll be sitting on my desk doing the tasks that i have to do and i've allocated no time to it i'm just there busy trying to do a task but not really doing the task at all but i'm in my head i'm seeing myself i know i'm going to tick that task off by the mm. end of the four or five hours and i just spend hours on end trying mm. to do a task that i'm just not really doing i'm just busy being busy that's all i'm doing mm. so how how would you so if you have a list of tasks to do right mm. how do you personally mm. get through the list of tasks so for me i think we've mentioned it in the episode before in terms of like procrastinating mm. i just i'm old school pen and paper i mm. don't use fancy apps i don't mm. use fancy software i don't even use a diary i just have like a notebook or a notepad um and i'll just make a list every morning or every few days in terms of all the tasks i need to do i split it up in terms of life mm. work and career and all the different projects i'm working on and it's just mm. an ever growing list i tick it off i get a euphoric feeling a bit of dopamine release yeah. and i move on i'm simple like that I know there's loads of apps like Notion to do mm. this to do is this and that. Um I'm honest to myself, it looks good and it's cool being seen using all these apps and it's cool to whip out an iPad and it's really mm. cool to have all the latest gear and make it seem to other people that you are productive when in actual fact no you're not. <laughs> you um, just got the gadgets. So that's another thing, right? <laughs> you look productive when you ain't productive. Um but the funny thing I was going to say and you mentioned it, it reminded me is you mentioned that 
the like you have your task to do and you're giving yourself mm. hours on end to do it and you know you'll do it at the end it's that whole parkinson's law mm. concept and the theory where when you set yourself a certain number of tasks that need to be done in a certain number of time mm. you fulfill that so essentially everything is completed in the time you've allocated to complete it so for us um we've started to do this in our meetings for ma is we used to have really long meetings the charity is big we talk about lots of big and important things and lots of things are at stake and we would spend three four five hours at times talking about lots of big things mm. however one of our trustees initiated a kind of a rule where a meeting should not be longer than two three hours so let's say a meeting should be no longer than three hours and we found that we achieved everything we needed to achieve within those three hours and i mm. know for sure that we could have done the same thing but it would have taken us five six hours mm. so the concept of whatever tasks you allocate yourself in a certain time frame it will fill that um and if you were to look online they kind of say is if you know a deadline is due in a week's time tell yourself or give yourself a deadline that needs to be done in four days and you will most probably do it within four days however yeah. if you do it within a week you long it out you take your time so and it means it doesn't get done yeah it's the, it's the whole concept how people have dissertations to do with a three-month deadline they mm. won't do it but they'll be doing bits and bobs here and there and they end up doing the whole essay within the six hours before mm. the deadline so it goes with that concept as well um so i think on that on the basis of the parkinson's law i think one tip would be isn't it to whatever task you have set yourself a timeline of when you need to have achieved it when you when you should have completed the task or what have you mm. um so yeah that's parkinson's law in in effect isn't it um going back to now how we balance various different tasks so do you plan every single day week month how do, how how do you go about for me it's it? a bit ad hoc i i kind of plan on the go mhm so I'm not someone that kind of plans the night before. I'm not someone that plans the morning. I don't have a set time on a Monday morning where I plan the rest of the week. I've never been like that. It doesn't work for me. Mm. I make a list of tasks as and when they arise or I knew I know something's done. So let's say we're submitting an application for a accelerator scheme. Mm-hmm. I know the deadline is an X amount of day. So I'll be like, that's a task for me. Mm. Um, so I make it as and when I need to make that list. Yeah. And I have deadlines next to it. So for when I need to achieve it. Okay so, so I think my my technique differs a little bit so what I tend to do is the Sunday before the week starts essentially I look at what I need to have achieved by the end of that week and then I'll slot it into various different days so then my days are all broken down into tasks essentially that I can see um and I basically tick it as I go along so I like to have a goal that I'm going to achieve a certain number of tasks think, by yeah. the next Sunday so that's a very good way of doing it mm. and I would recommend your way and it goes on to habits right so mm. that's become your habit there's a really good book um called the power of habit by an author i think his name is called charles duhigg or something mm. i've read it a few years ago now but the concept of the book is about how powerful habits are and how important they are more so than we think and it's based on a lot of what we do every day is based on habits you aren't consciously doing everything The reason mm-hmm. why we rely on habits so much is basically your brain goes into autopilot mode and it reserves energy. Mm. It does things in a subconscious nature. So people that have good habits tend to be successful, people that have bad habits tend mm. to be you know not as successful. So I find I found a really interesting book and kind of I think it's a good point and it's a good episode where we can talk about the habits. So a habit is something you do subconsciously or in automatic mode and there's three steps process. So you get a cue to do something. Mhm. 
then it goes into your routine mm-hmm. and then you get a reward for it okay if the reward is good enough big enough your brain reinforces this habit and you mm-hmm. continue doing it so essentially a cue might be you wake up in the morning um you're having breakfast and you go for the coffee mug and you pour yourself a cup of coffee yeah that process is the routine and the reward is you feel a bit more alert you feel stimulated however if you miss that process the reward isn't there you feel groggy you feel crap you don't get that euphoric rush you get after drinking a coffee yeah okay. so the so it's the routine yeah so it's the process of part of breakfast i'm going to go grab a coffee mm. and i know what reward i'm going to get okay right yeah so in terms of changing habits or doing something better so let's say for you your sunday habit is i plan for the week ahead so your cue is, is sunday i need to plan for my week ahead yeah your process or your routine is you sit down you get your diary out you know what you're going to do monday yeah. you know what you're going to do on tuesday wednesday thursday friday and mm. your reward is that euphoric feeling of taking something off and being a step closer to your outcome or your goals or your dreams right yeah yeah someone else may not have that so you can't really change your cue you can't really change the reward but you can change the routine yeah i see so i see you can basically i don't know healthy eating maybe mm. you get the desire to eat something or whatever instead of having a burger which you know you feel you get a good rush you might have you know a sandwich or like celery mm. or something like that and <laughs> the reward you get is a healthy reward so you reinforce that and you slowly change it if that makes mm. sense mm. so the habit is something triggers it you do a process it can be physical it could be emotional it could be mental and you get a reward and that reinforces it and they say the biggest thing in doing something or changing your habits is willpower mm-hmm. so you have to have that conscious effort and decision and drive to change it and they say willpower is like a muscle you mm. can't be at you know 100% for 3 4 hours at a time yeah you need to reserve it so leave all the mundane stuff and for good habits you have to have the energy the motivation to do it and slowly with perseverance and time you mm. will become a habit that's how you form good habits and if you look about it the way you go to work the way you work, wake up in the morning the your breakfast your interaction it's all habits yeah if you is. think about it and there is studies in terms of people you know, that had parkinson's disease or they had illnesses or they got lost naturally because they did the same route home even though they had mental or memory impairment mm. they were still able to get home safely and sound because mm. it is a habit of going home after a certain thing but that, um, that that's really good so in terms of developing good habits then mm. so you would recommend then first consciously and actively doing something i guess we probably won't like at first yeah and so then, doing that or mm-hmm. changing the routine okay so if you are someone that kind of makes lists or something you and you do it at a particular time so that could be a cue okay oh, i've got loads of things to do let me make a list yeah and then you change that routine so if you're someone that only makes a list for one day mhm why don't you add two days or three days so okay. you're changing the routine i see but I see. the reward is still the same you know what the reward is going to be yeah yeah and you have to persevere with it and be consistent it's very difficult to find a trigger or very difficult to start queuing it it's like your queue is a sunday mm and it it triggers your body's used to it you you get this it's quite complicated in terms of when you go into you get a craving a neurological yeah. craving like mm-hmm. yo it's sunday i need to do this mm mm-hmm. whereas if you want to take it the next step you can get your queue on sunday know that this is your routine and then you can be like do you know what let me add on another week or let me do my monthly goal now yeah i get my reward and it continues that cycle and it contributes to his productivity yep well that, that that's pretty sick um so in terms of now so you've obviously read a lot about this what about reducing the barriers to now being productive what what would you say about that so barriers to productivity 
I am I personally think I'm not as productive as I could be. I don't count myself as a productive individual. Mm-hmm. It may seem I'm productive or I get things done, but that is because of my impulsive nature. Mm. So I'm an impulsive person. When I see something, I get excited and I go and do it. Yeah. Right. And maybe it works out. It is productive and it does end my anger. So I know what I want to achieve. I know what I want in terms of you know goals and achievements in life, etc. And my impulsive nature means I just go and do it without yeah. thinking twice, and it ends up being productive, and I go with it. Mm. In terms of barriers, personally, I would say identify things that stop you from being productive. So stuff like Twitter, Instagram, social mm. media. If you are someone going back to habit, as soon as you see that red icon on the top of unread messages, if you know that's your cue when you see it to go in. So bad habits there. So that's a to bad go habit. in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you saw that red thing. That's your cue. That's your trigger. Your brain mm-hmm. is like, I want to hit. Mm-hmm. Your routine is to flick through everyone, so it's not to go through that one message. It's yeah. to go through everything else. Go to the explore place, reply to the DM, yeah, and then you get your reward, which is that euphoria, yeah, that dopamine release when someone's liked your picture. Mm-hmm. So you can change it slowly. You get your cue, you see that, but you change the routine. So you go on Instagram, mm-hmm. but you limit yourself to replying to one or two DMs, mm-hmm. and you still get your reward. And then you can work on that. But you've limited it. Okay. You've limited it. You've changed the routine to a certain degree. Or if you get a cue for that, you change it to something else. Or you might get the urge to eat something. And it's interesting. So like, you may be doing some work mm-hmm. and you get this urge or this desire. Oh, I need to go eat. I've been working so hard. But the actual fact isn't you. It's not you want to eat and you're snacking and you're putting on weight. It's the fact that you just needed a break. Yeah. Does I that see. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So you'd be working, you'd be like, oh, it's snack time. Or I've been here for two hours, let me get something. It's not actually that you're hungry or you need nutrition. It's you saying to yourself, I need a break. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes absolute sense. So you yeah. have to kind of identify that. Um, the barriers, what di- what distracts you? Um, are you productive enough? Do you really want it? Are you doing something for the sake of something? Are you doing something to be busy? Are you doing something you can, you know, put a picture on Instagram, etc.? Um, those are for me I think you'll probably have a bit more insight into that um, yeah so, so barriers was I, I do think that's that's one of the main things so social media I think is one of the biggest killers of productivity because what it ha- what happens is we see the like you said the red icon of notification or what have you and then our routine is to then just go through every single text message go into the explore page see everyone else's pages and so forth but I think other distractions that we have is that we haven't organized our framework of mind so we need to know for me we need to know what we're gonna do when we want to do it right so it clears it up so for example if i'm supposed to be doing exam studying then i need to know in my head when am i gonna do all the other tasks that i have to do for example i need to wash the car or take the car somewhere else or i need to clean the house as well or what have you so if i have the freedom of thought to know that i'm gonna do that at four o'clock and from one to four o'clock i need to revise that's the barrier reduced of i need to do another task otherwise i think it's just mainly removing the distractions that usually come and get you so be it social media be it food be it drink um, be it people around you that are distracting they need to be isolated for that period of time and yeah that will then essentially allow you to be quote unquote productive but i think a crucial importance in productivity is that you work in a very different way to the way I work Mm -hmm. yet as an outsider I can say that you appear very productive to me I can Mm -hmm. see that you get loads of tasks done and it shows that when we say 
productivity when it say when we when people say i want to be productive know that it's very unique to you mm. and to you alone you shouldn't feel guilty of not completing 10 tasks per day and having documented it and ticked it all off or mm. by the end of the month have had all sorts of things done no it's what's your goals and how are you going about to achieve your own personal goals be it with your work business entrepreneurship be it with your studies be it with your mental health be it with family relations how are you going about to achieve those goals that specific to you yeah i agree i think i used to get caught up and used to feel a bit bad and feel like really crap because i wasn't using all the productivity apps yeah so yeah. i was like why can i not use it why doesn't it make sense for me why am i not as organized Like mm. I don't even use Google Calendar. I just remember yeah. it. Like I tried I using it. that. I can't use so, it. And I see yeah. everyone else using it and you see like <laughs> that's what it means to be productive. They're doing it right and I used to hate myself and kick myself. Yeah. Like, why like how can I not use a simple to-do list on an iPhone or a simple app? And it got to a point where I was like proper like I had all the apps etc and then I was just like you know what it's not for me. Let me just be realistic. Let me understand that it's not the way I work and you don't need to have it. Um so I think it's very easy to fall into that trap. Um and it kind of comes on to this whole productivity is the main thing is just getting started once you start once you get going mm. you kick in to um the flywheel concept and i think this is more for like entrepreneurs business studying etc it's getting off starting it like a flywheel something that you spin in the air is very difficult the first time around right just mm. spinning it getting into motion is very hard work is very difficult it's like It's hard work. It's effort. But mm-hmm. once it's spinning, once you've gained traction, and you're consistent and persistent enough, then it kind of looks after itself. It goes into motion, and it mm-hmm. becomes less effort and more easier to spin. Um, and I would say, even with the the, the scrubbed-in channel in the beginning, I used to be insistent. I used to look at all the the number of subscribers. You know, looking at the podcast downloads, and you'd be like, "Oh, we've got one extra download. We've got extra download. We've got a new country, or etc." Mm-hmm. It was difficult. But if you kind of persevere, if you stay consistent, naturally it does go. And once it's in the full swing of things, and you do have some traction, it does help itself, and you become less bothered about the numbers, and more like, hey, do you know what? I really love enjoying it. Like, mm. at one point, I like I enjoy doing it. It's the reason why we do it. We love doing this. Mm. But um, once you start following the numbers, and you become too, I don't know what the word is. It becomes very difficult. So you just have to have faith in this flywheel effect. Where once you get going, it's difficult. But once you're up and running, it's very easy, and it just mm looks after itself and and with productivity don't, don't don't let it kill the enjoyment in this so again sticking to this podcast example at first it was all we were thinking about the numbers are we are we getting to our audience are we reaching the people and i think if we got trapped into that it just becomes about that but i think mm. now we just we just enjoy speaking to our guests we enjoy speaking about different topics we enjoy the teaching that we do through the podcasts so i think you have to also love it don't let being productive ticking off tasks completing emails seeing people all of those things destroy the enjoyment you have in doing what you're doing towards the goal it's start it's difficult to start off but when you love it and when you continue to be consistent at it the flywheel spins on its own yeah i definitely agree and this productivity killing enjoyment is a massive one it's like mm. when you mentioned it to me and i was like yeah you're right i think we're so caught up in being productive we're so caught up in society and so caught up doing things we it's 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 super detrimental like we're losing contentment we're losing what it means to do something for the sake of doing it we're you know 
we're, we're losing the enjoyment of doing something and then naturally the quality goes down you don't reach mm. out and you're not being true and genuine to yourself but yeah i definitely agree um do you have any thoughts to add because we're keeping these few mm. episodes short and sweet just because it's becoming a bit difficult to record in light of the coronavirus a lot of the stuff is being done remotely mm. um so we can't spend too long um on the episodes um any anything you want to say before we part away um no not really i think just to wrap up um remember when we talk about productivity it's it, it's is we broaden it well we're very pro broadening it so this goes to any goal that you have be it personal uh, be it work related be it related to a project that you're doing and i think remember that it's very specific to yourself and that's it. it it's just how you work it out how you do it and how you reach your goals don't let anyone else tell you that there's a very specific way to do it i think there's a lot of options that are out there you can take an option but don't feel guilty for not going with what the masses do i guess yeah i'll definitely agree and i'll just echo the point it being productive isn't all about tasks and x y and z at the end of the day if your goal is to have a better body if you want to be physically fit and well being productive is going to the gym being productive is working out being productive is eating home and, and, and clean food it's not just emails books reading meetings etc that is not productivity it's i think it's misconstrued mm. and productivity and a lot of things is always attributed to a certain thing when it's actually not the case but um yeah i hope you've enjoyed the episode we're trying to cover lots of different topics we're trying to give out things that are beneficial um so we're, we're keen to hear your feedback um we've got a few more exciting things coming up we're gonna have our guests back um hopefully next week or the week after and we're excited to kind of introduce the the the, the guests back to you all but in the meantime look after yourself keep well and we hope to see you next sunday see you then